Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early rising show of Coffee and Crypto, New Money Matrix podcast, recording live via YouTube, Facebook, and recording New Money Matrix podcast, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, um, and a couple of, up, up, couple of other um, streaming platforms. But how are we doing out there, family? And right now, I've just hit my 4.8K listeners on my, um, on my podcast. Um, which uh, there's no no monetary gains come from it, you know. I just look for donations for those that choose to. But uh, yeah, we just hit 4.8k listeners on my podcast. And my podcast has only been running since maybe March. I think is when I started my podcast, January, February, March. Maybe a little bit before March, maybe February. I wonder how long my podcast has been up and running. Let's see. I'll take a look at that later. Anyways. Short disclaimer, short disclaimer, family, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a financial advisor, I cannot give you financial advice, I'm not a tax advisor, I'm not a tax advisor, I cannot and I will not give you any type of tax advice. This is to be looked at and treated as only entertainment, possibly education, but definitely not as any type of sound financial advice. So always keep that in mind, family, always keep that in mind. Let me see. Getting off into the first story, um, they say Bitcoin price ends the longest losing streak since December. Uh, Bitcoin log ga- logged gains in the three days of July 20th, snapping the longest losing streak on a three-day chart since December. The bias, however, is still bearish with prices holding below 11800 as per Bitstamp. Key indicators on short duration charts are biased for a fallback below 10000 meaning that um, the majority of people are saying we're going to fall back below 10000 a four-hour close above 11,800 would activate twin bullish cues and could yield a rally to 12,000. Basically, saying if we can close a four-hour candlestick above 11,800, that could activate, or that would be a sign of um, a little bit of up movement, up to at least 12,000. A weekly close Sunday UTC or consecutive daily close above 12,000 is needed to confirm a continuation of the bull market. Okay, this is going to be a quick one. Story goes on to state, Bitcoin ended its longest losing streak in seven months over the weekend, but the outlook still remains bearish. The top cryptocurrency by market capitalization eked out 10.83% gains in the three days to July 20th, confirming a green candle on a three-day chart. The green candle, notably formed following three consecutive red candles, represents biggest Bitcoin's longest losing streak since the end of December, according to Bitstamp. Back then, BTC had created four straight red candles, as seen in the chart below. So what we'll be looking for, those are um, identified, what are those, three black crows? We're looking for three white knights to come back up to the uh, right side, is what I'm, I'm thinking of. So let's, let's look at that. See if we can get the Investopedia. Um, there we go. Hold on, let me see. Here we go. So, three black crows, three white soldiers. Oh, okay, I thought it was knights. It's white soldiers. Okay. Knight soldiers, same damn difference, though. 
Um, so that's what I'm seeing right now. I'm hoping to form on the in the next uh, six days, creating two more bullish three-day candlesticks. Which doesn't mean anything. Me just saying it's what I'm looking for. It doesn't it means absolutely nothing. But um, that's what it, that's what your expectation is if you're going to continue the bull market or um, at least consolidation to the sideways, not so much breaking to the downside. Anyways, as seen above, Bitcoin's recovery rally from the bear market low of $3,122 on December 15th. I'm going to say that again. Bitcoin was trading at $3,122 on December 15th. And that ended with a four-candle losing streak, which saw prices create a bearish lower high at 4236 and dropped by 15% to 3560 the resistance created a $4,236. Uh, the resistance created at $4,236 remained intact for more than three months before Bitcoin breached back on the back. Before Bitcoin breached that on the back of higher volume on April 2nd, confirming a long-term bearish to bullish trend change. So, what they're showing you right here, for anyone that's taking the boot camp classes right now. Remember how we look for those support resistance levels and then we look for those breaks. This is one of your support levels right here. This is what they're speaking on. The resistance created at 4,236. So this is a ceiling. What do you have to do when able to break the ceiling? Same thing we do with the floors. And break one, it could turn into the opposite. So remember, support and resistance is one and the same, just in different time frames. What once was resistance can then turn into support. Right? So they're speaking on the break. Um, this was around at the beginning of April, and it's been a run since then, so we're just now seeing a pullback. Healthy, real healthy pullback, if you ask me. Um, what followed was a solid rise to 13880 by June 24th. Essentially, Bitcoin more than tripled in value in six months of June 24th and was looking overbought at the start of the current month. Therefore, the first, the latest, excuse me, three-day candle losing streak likely marked a healthy correction of the bull market, as noted by popular technical and funda fundamental analysis Alex Kruger. While the losing trend has ended, the correction phase may not be over yet, as the cryptocurrency is yet to violate, excuse me, to violate the bearish lower high prop, the lower highs pattern with a move above 11,800, as noted on Friday. Now, I will say this, us being able to open... Um, above that $10,500 mark was a good look, on my opinion. As of writing, BTC is changing hands at $10,460 on Bitstamp, down 1.47% on a 24-hour basis. Bitcoin clocked a high of 11120 on Saturday, but failed to close above the 11800 and fell back below, or back to 10300 leaving intact the bearish lower highs pattern created during the sell-off from 13200 to 9049 the moving average convergence divergence histogram has crossed below zero, signaling a bullish to bearish trend change, meaning the bounce from July 17th low of 9,049 has ended and prices may fall back below 10,000 over the next 24 hours. Supporting the bearish case is the below 50 print on the relative strength index. Let me show you everything they're talking about right now. Let's go to Bitcoin real quick on Bitstamp, BTC, cryptocurrency, Bitstamp, dollar. Hold on. This is your um, MACD right here. This is your histogram. This is the moving average convergence divergence. And you have your MACD and your signal line here. And you were 
And what they're talking about is the zero line, which divides negative and positive momentum. And then below that, you have your relative strength index. Oh, no, I got the Stokes. Hold on. Let me change these over. Now, on the Stokes, I want to show y'all something. In fact, this is on. Let me change this. Go to a daily. There we go. That's what they're speaking on. Let me clear this up a little bit. There we go. And let's turn our moving averages back on. There we go. All right, so on the daily, the Stokes are actually mm, trying to cross over to the downside. It is, it is uh, yeah. we had a nice bullish cross on the 19th, which gave us a nice pop. MACD histogram. Yep. So the MACD signal line just broke below the uh, zero. I don't know if y'all can see that. Open it up as much as I can. So if we mark this off, let's see. There we go. Nope, hold on. Didn't mean to do that. There we go. So we just crossed over to zero on your MACD. So I'm just trying to give you a visual of what they're speaking on for those that may be new. So the moving average convergence divergence histogram has crossed below zero, signaling a bullish to bearish trend change. Let's go back. Now, in actuality, we crossed over a while ago. Um, on the MACD, but definitely telling you that the momentum has shifted. Anytime you see this change from, oh, hold on. There we go. There we go. So you can see we actually changed momentum. And it actually gave you a bounce when it changed over in our actuality. Right here on the 1st first, first of July, the momentum shifted from positive to negative. And you also, on the 1st of July, look at that. You also had a bearish crossover to MACD in the signal line, which has not recovered yet. It never recovered since July 1st. So now what you had here was, even though price action was going up, for the most part, you had bearish divergence, whereas you got... Price action doing one thing and your oscillator is doing something totally different. Now, let me get rid of these Stokes real quick and pull up the MACD. I mean, excuse me, the uh, RSI, Relative Strength Index. Let's go to my favorites. Where are we at? There it is. So this is the Relative Strength Index, and we are well below the 50. Well, now, what were they speaking on? No, the 50, that was... Uh, supporting the bearish case at the 50 print on the relative strength index. Let's 
Bitcoin, however, may rise to 12000 this week if prices break above 11800 activating twin bullish cues, an invalidation of lower highs, and an inverse head and shoulders breakout above the right. The neckline resistance of a potential inverse head and shoulders pattern is currently located at about 11130 So they're speaking about an uh, inverse head and shoulders, which I showed a number of individuals who have um, been taking any type of uh, workshops with me, one-on-ones with me, uh, boot camp classes with me. I showed, I showed almost all of y'all this. Let me see. Let's turn these back on. Now, I really see it on the four hour, not so much on the daily. Where we at? Here we go. So they said 11,000. Ah, okay. I see what they're looking at then. Got you. So this is the uh, head and shoulders they're speaking of. for a drop back down to about 10,000 what I'll say 10,000 and then break the neckline let me see did they leave a uh, no they, did they got a picture down here of that nope they don't Ah, okay, here goes the inverse head and here we go. This is their picture of the inverse head and shoulders right here. Left shoulder, head, right shoulder, right? That's what they're looking at. Exactly the same thing right here. Left shoulder, head, right shoulder. So that's what they're speaking on right now. Just to end off the uh, article, it says Bitcoin clocked a high of 11,120 but failed. Okay, we read that. Blah, 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 blah. Ah, okay. Hold on, weekly. There we go. On a weekly chart, 12,000 is the level to beat for the bulls. A convincingly weekly close on Sunday UTC or a back-to-back -back daily close above 12,000 would invalidate the buyer exhaustion signal by Bitcoin's repeated failure to hold onto gains above that level. <sighs> Excuse me. As shown by candles with long upper wicks. For anyone that takes, once again, any of my one-on-ones, what I tell y'all, attempts. Those are attempts. That's it. That, however, looks unlikely with the 14-week RSI rolling over from the overbought territory above 70 in a MACD histogram, losing altitude, a sign of weakening bullish momentum. Um, also on the three-day chart, the MACD has turned bearish for the first time since December. All in all, the odds of BTC falling below 10,000 in the next day or two are high. On the downside, key support is located at 9,097. So... Take that with a grain of salt. Take it for what it's worth. Once again, this is just for entertainment. Moving on to the next story. Mercedes' parent firm is building a crypto hard wallet for cars. Now, this is interesting. Um, <laughs> it's almost like they're throwing anything and everything out there right now. It's like, yeah, we'll do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's going on, Mr. Wilson, Ms. Townsend, Ms. Sharp, Brother Atkins, Brother Wheeler, Ms. Adams? How's everybody doing out there? What's going on? Morning, Brother Palmer, Brother Boogie. 
Amir, Brother Rich gave you a shout out on YouTube the other day. Now you have to advertise your boot camps on his intro, outro, so people know how to get it. He did? I'm about to go check that out. What video was that he gave me a shout out on? Give me, if you can, uh, I'm going to go check that out. Thank you. That was good. I'm going to hit Brother Rich up. Tell him I appreciate that. Um, what was that? Peace, love, blessings? Peace, love, blessings. How we doing, family? You follow me on any of the uh, social media sites, Instagram, Facebook, or anything? For those that don't know, I do have an IG page, um, which you can follow. Facebook, you're damn near better off just following the IG page because everything from IG gets pasted on Facebook. So um, just to give you a, a look at that for anyone that's interested, we do have the Block Bully Chicago Crypto Block Bully Instagram page. And you can see it's chock full of financial information. I mean, you really get a lot on this page from, from, I mean, financial literacy, historical, uh, this is on the Christian Black Codes of 1724, historical literacy, um, law literacy, magic, quote-unquote, holistic spiritual literacy, um, gang literacy, you know what I mean? And this is just wrapping up all my backgrounds in one. Everything that I'm in, I I also intermingle. So whereas I intermingle symbology with the symbology within the gang culture and show the similarities in the two. You understand what I mean? This is a symbolic symbol of prosperity, whereas this is a symbolic symbol of four corner hustling, where it which also is a symbol of prosperity, which is when, when you look at the similarities, you understand what I mean? So you get a lot of this over here on my page for anyone who didn't know that, you know, um, a lot of symbolic stuff. Um. Real interesting page. I, I'll sit back sometimes and just scroll through my page and be like, man, if I didn't know what none of this shit was, this, this page would look highly complicated and, like, uninviting to me. Because it's like, all, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know anything about, like, none of this, if you just knew to a lot of this information that I share, it's like, eh, keep it moving on this page. But, uh, yeah, definitely follow me on IG for anyone that's interested. Once again, i got to give Brother Rich a shout-out. Um, salute, Brother Rich, for those that are interested uh, black media. Um, in fact, for those that have seen the video, Black Magic, this is Brother Rich right here. Just taking a quick deviation away from, um, the cryptocurrency real quick. That's Brother Rich right there. This is one of, uh, the individuals he partnered up with. They're, they've done a couple of projects together. So, this is, uh, one of his, I ain't gonna say his artist, but an artist that he's produced for. So, that's Brother Rich in the background with the uh, spear. Here you go, right here. That's Brother Rich. So, good looking on him giving me a shout out. Um, yeah, getting into the second story. Uh, Mercedes' parent firm is building a crypto hardware wallet for cars. Kind of crazy, right? Um, hold on real quick. Give me one second, give me one second, give me one second. Let me make sure. Family, let me know if I can be heard. Let me know if the screen is clear, please. Cool, 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 Queen. Yeah, I got to go check out that video then. I definitely got to go check out that video. Um, Make sure everything is clear, up and running. Okay, perfect. All right, so. Daimler, the German multinational corporation behind the Mercedes-Benz brand, partnered with European blockchain interface solution startup Riddle & Code 
to provide an open car hardware wallet solution. The startup announced in a press release published on July 22nd. Turn automobiles into future marketplaces. Per the release, car wallets have a wide variety of use cases, such as car sharing, autonomous vehicles, real-time exchange of secure traffic data, and with smart city environments to reduce congestion and lower insurance premiums, the startup CEO Tom Firstner declared, autonomous cars must have consistently, must behave consistently to be trusted. Cars are already computing devices. A secure identity ensures that the right authorities have approved code executed inside vehicles and the trustworthiness of data exchange. Riddle and Code secures this with its cryptographic hardware and uses ledgers Wow, to turn automobiles into future marketplaces. The wallet in question is reportedly built around a startup's own secure data storage solution, Secure Element 2.0, and allegedly provides a secure blockchain-based identity to vehicles. According to the release's author, merging this kind of identity with a state-issued vehicle identity registration would enable unique and secure ledger transactions. Blockchain in the automotive industry a press release published in February also revealed that Mercedes-Benz has developed a blockchain based on blockchain, a platform based on blockchain technology to increase transparency and sustainability in complex supply chains. Furthermore, in January of 2017, Mercedes-Benz has acquired digital payment startup PayCash Europa, spurring rumors that the giant is in the process of launching a payment service of its own. As Cointelegraph reported earlier this month, Self-proclaimed electrification, automation, and digitalization global giant Siemens has shown an interest in adopting blockchain-based solutions. In particular, Siemens is exploring the use of blockchain in the transportation industry. So family, that is your top two stories and the first half of Coffee and Crypto in the AM, the Bitcoin block bully. Let's move over now and take a look at our top 20 coins. Any questions or comments as of right now? Anybody checking in new that has... um. You know, never checked out the page or the, uh, the channel before. We got any newbies in the house? Any questions or comments before moving along also? It's the Dr. Phil Valentine. It is up now time video. Cool, cool. I'm going to go check that out. That's what's up, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Let's see. All right. Starting off right now, we got a circulating market cap of $288,680,550,838. We had a 24-hour volume of $18 billion. Eight, hold on, did I say $288 billion or million? Okay, we got a market cap of $288,668,103,051. Right now, we got a 24-hour volume of $18,100,980,931. BTC dominance right now, meaning how much dominance Bitcoin has over the overall cryptocurrency market is at a 65.01%. Coming in number one, you got Big Bank Hank Bitcoin trading at 10523 down 0.3% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number two, you got Ethereum trading at $224.57, down 0.3% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number three, you got Ripple trading at $0.32, cent, down 0.4% within the last 24. Coming in at number four, you got Litecoin trading at $98.04, down 1.6% within the last 24, or 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number five, you got Bitcoin Cash trading at $325.68, down 0.2% within the last 24. Coming in number six, you got Binance Coin, BNB, trading at $30.91. Surprisingly, out of the first six, top six coins in the whole cryptocurrency market, Binance is the only one seeing profits within the last 24 hours of upwards of 3.23%, though you're down 0.6% within the last hour. So seeing a bit of a pullback. Coming in number seven, you got uh, Tether, the United States dollar, um, crypto cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar, though it is not truly a crypto, more so a digital-backed asset. 
Um, a digital security-backed asset. Um, it's trading at a dollar oh one. Uh, and what I mean by that is that a number of the USDT tethers that are printed are backed by a reserve, a Federal Reserve note. And they also have a number of other, uh, what is it, IOUs, I guess you could say, back in the tether. It's not all Federal Reserve notes. Coming in number eight, we got EOS trying to get $4.27, up 0.2% within the last 24. Coming in number nine, we got Bitcoin SV, who I, full disclosure, I still have a nice long on from down around 120 bucks. Um, trading at one hundred and sixty nine dollars and twenty one cent, up four point eleven percent within the last twenty four. Coming in number ten, you got Tron trading at two cent, up point zero four percent within the last twenty four. Coming in number eleven, you got Stellar trading at nine cent, up two. Excuse me, down two point three percent within the last twenty four hours. Coming in number twelve, you got Cardano trading at six cents. Down 1.2% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in number 13, you got Monero trading at $85.52, down 0.9% within the last 24, up 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in number 14, you got Uno Celio. Leo trading at $1.33, up 1.61% within the last 24, down 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in number 15, you got Dash trading at $118. It is currently down 0.4% within the last 24, up, no, excuse me, down 0.44% within the last hour. Coming in number 16, we got Neo, who I currently have a, a long on full disclosure. Coming in at number 12. Excuse me, coming in number 16, trading at $12.73, down 2.88% within the last 24 of those, down 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in number 17, we got Chainlink, trading at $2.49, also down 2.49%, down 2.49% within the last 24, 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in number 10, we got IOTA, who for anyone that has seen the picture that I just shared on my Facebook page, IOTA was trading at upwards of a dollar, I think. Ethereum Classic was at 16 bucks, if I'm not mistaken. Right now, Ethereum Classic is about $5, maybe $6. IOTA is $0.30. Cent. Um, coming in right now, down 2.9% within the last 24, 0.6% within the last hour. And now, my, be mindful that the picture that was posted on my Facebook page was from a year ago. Not the great run-up, not the great FOMO, just from a year ago. Um, coming in new on the list, coming in number 19, Adams, Cosmos, up trading at $4.18, down 1.13% within the last 24 up 0.2% within the last hour. And coming in number number 20, last but not least, Ethereum Classic trading at $6.41, up 4.04% within the last 24, 0.6% within the last hour. Uh, also, we got Tezos coming in down 3.5%, 0.4%. Neem up 0.4% within the last hour, down 0.9% within the last 24. Maker at $569. Um, down 0.7%. Um, pretty much stable. Ontologies at a dollar oh one, not bad for ontology. Let's take a look at ontology real quick. Mm, nice turnaround from ontology. Whoa, from a low of seventy five cent. This is a damn good catch. Ha! Came down and hit the one six one eight. Fucking perfect. Excuse my language, but man, that's man fucking flawless. Excuse my language again. Um, that's nice though. Let me see, before we get all over into this, because I know it'd be leaving the, the, the followers on the New Money Matrix podcast sort of, you know, in a, man, ontology's looking damn nice right now. Hold on. Let me, let me real quick, let me pull a swing high to swing low. I can almost guarantee we've broken through. We've come up and hit the 50, probably rejected at the 50, if not the 236. 236. There we go. So yeah, coming up being rejected strongly by the 236 at the dollar 03. 
So that's the that's the price to crack and retest. A dollar oh three right now. You're at a dollar oh one on Ontology, up from I mean fuck fuck eight eight eighty cent. I mean, July seventeenth. It's only July twenty second. You're up. What is this? Twenty five percent. Not bad. Not bad at all. Let's come and take a look at the top gainers real quick, as well as the top losers. Coming in number one, mm, Decentraland Mana, 10% losses, three and still drowning. Definitely on my list. I will be writing Mana down. Where's my pen? Mental, mental note. Mana, get Mana. Mental note. Uh, Japan, JCT, not familiar with this coin, down 9%. Hash Air, HHR, down 4.3%. Wax, down 4%. EGT, down 3%. Bitcoin SV down 3.8%, Tesla's down 3.7%, Vest down 3%, Aurora, which is a sleeper, AOA, down 2.9%, don't see any gains of 0.2% within the last 24 hours. Let's take a look at Aurora real quick. Neo down 2.8%, IOTA down 2.3%, I believe. So, over the last 30 days, a loss of 15%. Over the last 7 days, a gain of 12%. Over the last 24 hours, a loss of 2.9%. And over the last hour, a gain. Well, what was a gain? Let's see. Now, in Ethereum, over the last 30 days, you're up 18%. Nice. You're up over 13% in the last 7 days. So, the only loss you had versus Ethereum, which is what I, um, that's nice. Um, right now, down to 2.69%, uh, though you're up 8, 8. So basically what this means is per the dollar value, you're down 15%. But if you're trading this within the same time, if you would have bought this 30 days ago, per the, the, the amount of Ethereum that it costs you to get it, you're up 18%. Though because of the value of Ethereum itself being down, the dollar value of AOA, in my opinion, is also down. But it being traded against Ethereum, right? It being traded against Ethereum. Let's see. Can we look at AOA? Not here. Okay, I'm, I see where we got to go. Let's slide over the coin signals. Let's see, AOA versus Ethereum. Yeah, AOA known for some wild shoes. Look at those wicks. <whistles> Nasty wicks. So right now you're coming up and you're meeting the um, top right here. Resistance level at... What is that? 0 0.000106. So that would be 10,691 GUI or Satoshis. 10,691 Satoshis in Ethereum. Yep, 10,691 sats in Ethereum. Let's see if that's correct. For some reason, it's telling me Facebook is not responding right now. I hope it fixes that. On here, it's trading at 10,328. Let me see. Cool coin. I forgot this was on Cool coin. Cool coin, Batinka, 
Coin A. KuCoin is the best place, in my opinion, to snatch it up, though. Now, Endodax is where it's being found at, though. Let's see, Endodax. See, it may be an Indian, uh, in fact, it is. It's an Indian page, Indian, uh, platform. Let's see, see if I'm right. Yeah, um, let's translate, there we go, now this is where they got the most liquidity of AOA token, Raven coins up eleven percent. Okay. All right, we're moving right along. Let's take a look at the biggest because I'm getting I'm getting a bad feedback from Facebook. It's saying that it's not responding, so Facebook may have already stopped recording. So let me just go ahead and finish this finish this off real quick. We'll take a look at the biggest losers. Take a look at the biggest gainers now. Wait for that. Let's take this back. USD. Take a look at the biggest gainers in the last 24 hours. And we have at the top, Ren Republic. <clears throat> Fuck, a good one. Uh, uh, Crow, Raven, Pundi X, Silverway, U Network, Ardor, V Systems, Hubby. Theta, Flexcoin, Walton, Quant, Elf, Ethereum Classic, Monacoin, BNB, XZC. This is the one, though. Damn good call. Raven, who Brother Coleman speaks about uh, continuously. One hell of a platform they have over there. I like their technology. I like their technology. Let me see. Um, with that being said, family, what's going on, Law? What's the demo? With that being said, family, I'm going to go ahead and end this right here. Got a couple consultations to do today. If anybody needs any type of help, y'all already know you can hit my line. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is Amir, the Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.